what's his name? The kid in the orange jacket. You can barely understand what he says. His name's Kenny. Suddenly, he gets killed every single week. Then comes back to life again. Oh, suddenly. He breathes again, why he comes back to life, I just don't know. He says, oh, 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 oh. what's his name? He's a kid in an orange jacket. Many talks and no one understands. Oh, I believe it's Kenny. Why he dies each week, I just don't understand. Does he have some suicidal plan for him? What's his name? The kid in the orange jacket You can never understand What he says It is Kenny It is Kenny Oh, uh, I got nothing smart to add on to the beginning today I was going to say, I'll be back. Hmm. Hasta la vista, baby. We're talking about, like, parodies. This is also kind of, it's kind of funny that we have back-to-back episodes that are kind of homage to another uh, film. This is such an homage to, uh, to uh, uh, Terminator. What the fuck is that sound? Oh, that's me. I have to put print paper in. We just finished. Jeez. Oh, like, what is that sound? <laughs> That's the wrapper. Yeah, uh, okay. I was going to say, uh, I lost my track. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, this is such an homage to uh, the trans, uh, uh, not transporter, but uh, the Terminator. Transformer. Terminator, yeah, thank you. No, this is a really good episode. I'm just gonna say it right oh, off the bat. I'm just gonna say it. it's a really good episode. One of my really, really, I, I love, I love that kind of homage when it's done good. When I did not think it was done good last episode, I it was really good, but it was also confusing. All right. I, I mean, maybe we can answer where you got confused and. Okay, I got confused like. How did Cartman turn into that big blob? Oh, okay. Well, when we will get into that uh, when when we get to that part. So. Okay. So don't worry. We we'll get everything. But today, Good. yes, the episode today is Trapper Keeper. Trapper Keeper. Trapper Keeper. Are those? They could almost said said two thousand. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're still around. Okay, I was going to ask if they were still around, and they are. Who? Trapper Keepers. Oh, I have never... Oh, this is a real thing? That is a real thing. Like, oh, I the, thought this it, was made for, for the show. No, it's like, it's like this fancy binder for school, and some of the stuff like that they say is real, but... Some of it isn't, so... Have you seen them? Yeah, I. there used to be commercials for that. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Alright. Um, we're going to get into this review, and we're also going to get into, a little later, our South Park Top Ten list, so... Yeah, uh, but you haven't told them. Yes. Yet. Oh, I can't wait to get into that one. So, uh, let's get into it. 
let's get into today's review, Trapper Keeper. This episode originally aired on November 15th, 2000. And we begin the episode at the school bus. And Kyle comes along with Ike. And it's Ike's first day of school. Because he's so smart, he skips preschool and he goes right to kindergarten. And Ike's response is, I pooped my pan. So Kyle shows Stan and Kenny that he has this trapper keeper, which has a picture of the cast of Dawson's Creek, and he just tells them about some of the features that it has. Cartman then comes along, and he has another trapper keeper, but it's a very different one because it has in it an electric pencil sharpener, it also has a crayon sharpener, and it also has OnStar. And Kyle's upset because Cartman got a much better one. So they get on the bus, and here's this man sitting on the bus. And at first they try to tell Mrs. Crabtree about the, the guy, and she goes, Sit down and shut up! So, they talk to the guy, and he introduces himself. My name is Bill. Bill Cosby. Oh, man. <laughs> if you could think then what would happen 17 years later. Yep. So, he's like, I am here to find an Eric Cartman. And, you know, Eric's on the buzzer. He tells him that. You are a grave danger if you, you know, you're a grave danger. So, um, we get that. And then Ike goes into his kindergarten class. And some of the other kindergartners see him. And they're like, oh, look, it's that kindergartner who skipped preschool to come into our class. And the teacher of the kindergarten class is Mr. Garrison. Oh, who better to be the kindergarten teacher than Mr. Garrison? Right. So, he starts to give them his life story of how he came to be the kindergarten teacher. Because he says that going from a third grade teacher to a kindergarten teacher is not a demotion. Which I actually have to agree with him on. I, I, I have to. I have to agree with him on. So, we go back to the fourth grade classroom, and Cartman is showing off his Trapper Keeper. And one of the things that he tells them is that the only person that could really touch it is him because it scanned his fingerprints. And if anybody else touches it, metal spikes come right out of the Trapper Keeper. And Kyle doesn't really believe it. So, Cartman's like... Come on, why don't you touch it? Why don't you touch it? Come on, touch it. Touch it. Nothing really happens. So, we go back to the kindergarten class, and Mr. Garrison finishes up about how he has come out of the closet and that he is gay. So, the first thing they do is they set up an election to, to decide who will be the class president. So, one of the kids nominates Fillmore. And nobody else wants to run. So, Mr. Garrison decides to pick Ike as the other nominee. Because what fun is there in an election with only one person? So, Fillmore, he does his speech. And Ike does his speech. And, you know, they go their own way. So, the boys are outside playing recess, and Bill Cosby comes to them. This is just going to sound weird saying this throughout the entire episode. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, what's funny is, for those that are listening, he is not the Bill Cosby you're right, thinking of. Right. It's just a random white guy 
who happens to be named Bill Cosby. Yes. They, actually, thank you just, for mentioning that. I forgot to say that. Um, so... Or it happens to be his cover for something. Oh, good one. Good one. Nope. But, but if that's the case, Bill Cosby is too obvious. <laughs> like, if I'm going to give myself a fake name, I'm not going to use a celebrity. Right. Uh, so, the guy says that he wants to be Cartman's friend, and Cartman's like, no, you gotta pay me to be your friend. And then he gives a great line about how he's not supposed to have male friends over 30, and that he's got screwed over on that before, which was funny. Yeah. Such a reference to that, uh, Nembler. Yes. Oh, what a reference. So, then... You know, Bill Cosby's like, I have 200 human dollars. And Carver's like, okay, sweet, $200. So Bill Cosby takes uh, the tether ball and he swings it and it knocks Cartman down to the ground. And Bill Cosby grabs the trapper keeper and he starts to run away. And as he's doing that, spikes go through the hands of Bill Cosby. <laughs> Oh, man. This is going to be too funny for me to say this. So, you know, he's trying to escape with the Trapper Keeper. So, now we go back to the kindergarten class. And they've had their votes. And the final result is Fillmore 6, Ike 6. We have a tie. And we figure out that only one person did not put a vote in. And the kid the kid's name is Flora. <laughs> as soon as I got that reference, I laughed nope. my ass off. It's such a good reference. What's the reference? Oh okay. The two oh, this has to be the two thousand eleven. Yep, there you go. You got it too. Yep. Some girl named Laura just didn't vote. Flora, yeah. So, so she's asking. She was a delegate or something. I don't. She like maybe. So, um, <laughs> so she she doesn't know who to pick. She's real shy, you know. She's like, oh, I don't know, and I'm just not sure. And you know, Mr. Garrison, like, you can take your time. Meanwhile, Cartman, Stan, and Ken, and yeah, Cartman, Stan, Kyle, and I think Kenny's in there too. They're in Officer Barbrady's car as they're chasing down Bill Cosby. And they finally catch Bill Cosby. And we see that his hand gets cut off. Because it's a robot. So we then get the story of Bill Cosby saying that he's actually a cyborg from the future. And that he has come back in the year 2000... To destroy Cartman's Trapper Keeper. Because it is Cartman's Trapper Keeper that takes over the entire world. And he talks about how in a civilization in like 2048, armies from around the world will attempt to take down the Trapper Keeper. And it fails to do it. And this is over in Cheyenne Mountain. So remember that mountain for a little later. And they try everything they can to take this Trapper Keeper down, and they just could not do it. So, Bill Cosby has come into the year 2000 to destroy the Trapper Keeper for the sake of mankind. And that is the only way he could do it, is to destroy this Trapper Keeper. So, after that... um we go back to Mr. Garrison and Flora. And Flora has made her decision. And she picks Ike. So Ike wins the election. But Fillmore's like, wait a minute. Well, I want to recount. That's where I got it. Yeah. And this is so funny. Because they must have done at least a hundred different recounts. And Mr. Garrison is like, 
look, most of it came up seven to six. There were some that came out eight to five, and there was one that came out twelve to four. It, the result is all the same. Ike won. And then one of the kids mentioned, well, wait a minute. We didn't get the vote from the sick kid. And they're like, yeah, sick kid, sick kid, sick kid. And Mr. Garrison's like, oh, fine. We'll have the sick kid come in and vote. Oh. So... Um, so we go back to Stan and Kyle and Bill Cosby, and Bill Cosby's a little confused, because by destroying the Trapper Keeper, he should have gone back to his time, to his planet, but it didn't happen. And then we see why, because Cartman bought another Trapper Keeper. And Kyle is pissed. He's like, Cartman, you're not supposed to have one. The, the, you know, you're not, you're just not supposed to have one, period. You can't have it. It's for the sake of mankind. If you want the world to die, it's on you. So, it, it's just real funny. So then, we go back to kindergarten, and... The poor sick kid comes, and his mom brought him with, brought him with her to cast the vote, and he looks gravely ill. Oh, this poor kid. This, yeah, he looks really sick. This poor kid. And he gives his vote, and then he coughs, and Mr. Garrison's like, thank you, Billy, uh, you might want to pick up your lung on the way out. So... <laughs> So then, they read the vote, and the vote is for Fillmore. So we're tied again, this time at 7-7. Seven to seven. So then, they have this debate on who really won the election. And Fillmore's like, wait, I know who could help us. My famous aunt. You have a famous aunt? Yeah, my Aunt Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, she can help us get this solved. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Cartman, and, and this is where, Michael, uh, you, we're going to help you with your confusion. Cartman is up in his room playing with his trapper keeper, and he's getting things set up. And the trapper keeper starts gravitating to other objects. Like the lamp, I think another computer was one. Meanwhile, Bill Cosby and the boys are telling Mrs. Cartman why they need to get rid of this trapper keeper. And she understands. And then she takes Bill Cosby to show him around the house. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. So then the boys go upstairs, and they're going to take the Trapper Keeper away. Well, the Trapper Keeper then latches on to Cartman. It just latches on the Cartman's face. And they're trying to knock the door down. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. So Stan, Kyle, and Kenny play Not It, and Kenny was the last one to say Not It, so he's got to try and open the door. And the Trapper Keeper kills Kenny. So Stan and Kyle run away as the Trapper Keeper comes out of Cartman's house, and the house is destroyed. But then we see Mrs. Cartman is having sex with Bill Cosby. I, yep. I wish I could say that without any hesitation in this time and age. Oh, I know. I know. So they then travel... Uh, they travel behind the Trapper Keeper, because the Trapper Keeper is slowly moving, and it's going to Cheyenne Mountain. So there are two police officers there, and one of them tries to stop it, but he gets eaten up, he gets killed. Then we go to the kindergarten class, and Mr. Garrison looks out the window, and 
Oh my god! It's terrible! It's horrible! This huge blob is coming our way! Run, kids! Run for your lives! And it's Rosie O'Donnell! And I, I want to say, I, I want to say, whoever did the impression of Rosie O'Donnell did this perfectly! Oh my gosh! It was so great! And, and you know what, Fro? I'm just going to mention this from one of our previous episodes. When we discussed the top ten celebrity impressions, I yeah. completely forgot Rosie O'Donnell. Me too. Oh my god, this is so good. So, Mr. Garrison explains the situation to Rosie. And Rosie O'Donnell is like, Well, I tell you, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have this re-election again. And it's going to end up with my nephew, Fillmore, winning it. Okay, I know it's not Rosie, but... Yeah, I can't really do a good Rosie impression. So there's... Fighting and brawling all in the kindergarten classroom. And at one point, Mr. Garrison's like, Ah, quit acting like kids. So, then, you know, Rosie is just in complete control. And Mr. Garrison just has had enough. And he tells Rosie O'Donnell off about how when she talks, she says that she cares about the middle class and the and middle America and all of that. But in reality, she only really cares about herself. She really doesn't care about the poor people. She only cares about her and how, you know, her, the benefit for her and her well-being. And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's sort of true for Rosie today. Yeah, I'm not a huge Rosie fan at all. At all. Sorry. Because when uh, she... And, uh, and this really makes it... Because when she had her TV show, her talk show, she was the biggest thing in the world, and, you know, she just had that personality and that laugh. <laughs> and, you know, it was like she couldn't do no wrong. And then something happened, uh, you know, along the way, and it just lost, you know, sort of like the real Rosie came out right. to a degree. So Rosie gets what up. What was the Rosie O'Donnell reference? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, the Rosie O'Donnell show? Oh, uh, yeah, but what did that have to do with? South Park and why she was there. Did something happen that year that was that's what big? I that's what I'm trying to remember. I I don't I don't remember. Didn't she like say something about the election thing? Oh my gosh. I honestly I'm pretty sure. You might be right. Like the only thing I can think of and this was like a year and a half before this election happened. Well, she had that that argument with Tom Selleck on her show about gun control and gun rights. Do you remember that one, Fro? Not really. Not really? Oh. Because I remember that, and that was a big deal. It was like, oh my god, Rosie got mad, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. I found, okay, I found uh, what this was about. So, Andrea Pazer of the New York Post, she analyzed the episode. She also added that Rosie O'Donnell appears in Trapper Keeper. Um, and I'm, I don't want to... Well, I guess I'll read it because it is towards the end of the review. And gathers yeah. lawyers, media, and her friends to, quote, help settle the race the way she sees fit. While in Florida... Oh, yes, that's right. Yep, now I remember. O'Donnell, Harvey Weinstein, Gloria Steinem... Bianca Jagger yep. and other celebrities signed a petition demanding a revote in Palm Beach County, ensuring the race would go to Gore. Yeah. Okay. That's correct. I remember it when you said it. Ah. Okay. That that makes sense now. Okay. So she gets mad and she leaves and she says that a bunch of lawyers are going to come in, like I just mentioned, and. 
and she's going to raise hell. So Stan, Kyle, and Bill Cosby then come together, and they see that there's this little, like, path, little pipe to get in, and that's the only way they could end, they could destroy the Trapper Keeper. So after another game of Not It, Kyle loses, and he's the one that has to go in. So there's, you know, like, farts here and there, and we get this really good scene, um, and it's a parody of 2001, A Space Odyssey, where yep. Kyle is talking to Cartman, and he, and Cartman's like, what are you doing here, Kyle? I've come to destroy you. I don't think that's possible. So they have this good back-and-forth banter. Meanwhile, Rosie O'Donnell and her limousine stop, and she gets out of the car, and she's yelling at the trapper keeper, and she, you know, is trying to get through, and the trapper keeper eats Rosie O'Donnell, and it makes Cartman sick. And Cartman's reply is, Bad pie. Bad pie. So this sets Kyle free, and he goes in to take the parts out of Cartman, and there's this huge explosion where we see Rosie O'Donnell's body, Kyle, and Cartman. And Bill Cosby fades away into his time. And it's all over. Meanwhile, we have the lawyers in the kindergarten classroom. And Mr. Garrison is trying to go through the different pages of the article. And then all of a sudden... Here comes Jesse Jackson into this whole mess. <laughs> and he's like, I am representing the African American students. They are being mis misrepresented. They're not being they're not getting their votes heard. And Mr. Garrison's like, We don't have any African Americans in this class. Oh, sorry. So as Mr. Garrison is trying to, you know, go through the article of this. Fillmore raises his hand, and Fillmore concedes the race. And Mr. Garrison's like, what? Yeah, I, I'm tired of playing this anymore. Ike, you could be class president. And then after that, Fillmore asks Mr. Garrison if they could play finger paint, and he's like, yes, yes, oh dear God, yes. So then... Stan comes over, and Cartman, you know, like, he's not sure what to do. And Stan's like, Kyle saved your life. You should thank him. And Cartman's like, oh, do I have to? And he's like, yes, you do. And then we get one of the best endings of, the, of, of, the, of ever of this show. Cartman goes, Kyle... We don't hear him say thank you to Kyle. And that is the end of Trapper Keeper. That is such a terrific ending to that episode. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is too good. Uh... Why don't we go into thoughts and our ratings? And, Michael, I'm going to start with you this time. Well, I thought the episode was really funny. I remember those Trapper Keepers. I don't know if that was what we called them in elementary school, but I do remember having, like, that little box thing that wasn't really a box. It unzipped, and it would have notes and pencils mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Everyone was walking around with it like it was cool, but it wasn't really, like, the big trend in elementary school. And we were, like, the last good generation still there. Because, I mean, when you're a 90s kid, you know, you had all the fun. It was just before, like, smartphones took over. Oh, yeah. Now kids stay inside. But we were, like, one of the last few. Even though video games were on the rise, we still had some quality time outside, from what I remember. Um, I thought... The episode was funny. I liked how there were several storylines. First being the trapper keeper. Second, oh, Mr. Garrison got a job. He's teaching kindergarten. What's going to happen there? And then third, the whole election thing. 
it was funny with the whole recount thing, but my first thought was in 2000. Now, if somebody told me that episode aired in 2000 prior to me watching that, I would have totally linked it to the election. Mm-hmm. But I actually linked it to uh, Boy Scouts where I was, they were picking, uh, I think, den leaders or pack leaders or something like that. Yeah. And this one kid, like, bullied me. And I decided, like, not to vote for him. And he kept throwing me all the offers. And, like, because the votes kept getting in time, he kept recounting, kept recounting. And then somebody else did it, but he blamed me anyway. Hmm. So I thought it was similar to that. Yeah, I always get blamed for shit. It's so annoying. Everybody just blames me for everything. But that's a topic for another day. Right. So what rating are you going to give this episode? I'll give it a 7. Okay. Fro? Ah, this episode. I really love this episode. I do. Um, I've been thinking, is this a fan? Uh, <laughs> oh, I no, have two. Sorry? I, I've been thinking that too. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling it's not. Uh, mainly because, well, no. You know what? Ding, 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 ding. It's <laughs> 10 out of 10. I, I, I talked myself into giving it a 10. Um, my main reason for giving this a 10 is I'm such a big fan of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie. Mm-hmm. I am such an idiot when it comes to things like that. Uh, I also find it so freaking hilarious with the election results because it it only it doesn't only have like kind of references to all time, but it definitely also have like references to like the last election. Mm-hmm. How controversial that was. Yeah. So even that, that. Uh, there there's just so many good things, and I was so happy that after hating, uh, well. Uh, not really liking the last episode. I really liked this. I really did. Uh, I think there's actually nothing I could like get myself down from a ten. I don't see a reason for not giving it a ten out of ten. And that's why it's getting a ten out of ten. I really, after this episode last night, the first thing I said to myself was, oh my god, what am I going to give this episode? Because it is so good. It, it's one of the funniest episodes I've seen of South Park, you know, since we're doing this in chronological order, in quite some time. I mean, there's just so many good jokes. The, the Trapper Keeper story is really good. And the guy who's following them, his name is Bill Cosby. And then to know what happens now, you know, in a weird way is sort of funny. It's unfortunate, but it's funny. And then the whole election thing. And it's so well done. Who better age-wise to do that on than the kindergartners? It's just a perfect group to do it. Because I think if you did it with... Kyle and Carmen and all of them, it's probably not going to come off as good as it does with the kindergarten. And then, I totally agree. And then with Rosie O'Donnell getting involved and, you know, oh, this is the hardest episode I think I've ever had to decide on a score. That's how good this episode is. By the skin of its teeth, I'm giving this a 10. Cool. It is so good. This might be my favorite episode of the entire season. Mm. That's how funny this is. This might be my favorite episode of the entire is season. Is this your first 10 of the season? Uh, it's my third. Okay. This, this is your sixth 10 you've given this season. Yep. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we have five more to go. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hashtag best season ever. It very well might. 
Um, we actually had... Well, first off, I want to read where the idea of this episode came from. The show's subplot, in which Ike runs for kindergarten class president, is a commentary on the contested 2000 presidential election. Everything comes down to a girl named Flora, whose ballot is so illegible that Mr. Garrison can't make out who she voted for. Flora sounds an awful lot like Florida. Mm -hmm. We actually have reception from different newspapers about this episode, which we don't get a lot, so... Not lately. No. Alan Seppenwall and Matt Zoller sites of the Star Ledge thought it was terrific, especially the vote for kindergarten class president and the recount, recount, recount bit. Seppenwall added that he was, quote, pretty amazed myself that the South Park guys were able to put together such a sharp election satire so quickly. I called up Comedy Central and found out that they do all the animation in-house on computers that allow them to work much faster than shows like The Simpsons, which contract out all the animation to firms in Korea then that takes month that take months to complete an episode. Bill Gabrone of DVD Verdict described Trapper Keeper as a clever attack on the entire Florida voting debacle in the 2000 election. The show's take on the entire childish nature of the fighting is fantastic. As a Terminator knockoff, Trapper Keeper is a lot of fun. But adding in the political element really increases the deliciously derogatory tone. DVD Movie Guide's Colin Jacobson characterized Trapper Keeper as a clever riff on Terminator and the controversy of the 2000 election. He thought both plots work really well as the show tosses in lots of cool little moments. It's funny and smart and a good episode. IGN's David Galindo called the episode great and Fort Worth Star-Telegram's Lisa Davis named Mr. Garrison line you're all acting like a bunch of kids. The best line of the week. And it actually is a really good line. Whoever thought of that was great. Trapper Keeper, like we mentioned, originally aired on Comedy Central on November 15th, 2000. Though a rerun of the episode aired in the middle of the night on WPIX because of offensive content, a Star Ledger critic did not think it was that dirty to begin with. The episode was included in the UMD South Park When Technology Attacks that was released on October 11, 2005 for the PlayStation Portable. Other episodes included in the collection were Best Friends Forever, Cancelled, Simpsons Already Did It, and Towley. It's not an offensive episode at all. Oh dear God, I no. Know. I mean, there's more episodes that are offensive. Like, remember the whole Jesus thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so let's... No, this is not that offensive. Oh, my gosh, no. This is, like... This is probably one of the smartest episodes they've ever done. Um, okay, let's get to IMDb. Uh, of 1,237 people... The average rating for this episode is an 8.2. 270 people gave this episode a 10. 268 gave it a 9. 307, or 359 gave it an 8. 192 gave it a 7. And 18 people gave this episode a 1. How dare you? How dare you to those people? I think there are Asian trolls. Maybe, maybe it's all Rosie O'Donnell in different uh... <laughs> family members. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's read their reviews real quick. Uh, Gangsta Hippie is our first one. Hmm. Never heard about them. Oh, Hello, thought... sir. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, "Trapper Keeper is a very interesting South Park episode." It spoofs plenty of classic sci-fi films, such as The Terminator, 2001, A Space Odyssey, and the 1988 anime classic Akira. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. The episode has Cartman with a Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper. A Trapper Keeper seems to be a school supply. I have never heard of it before. 
Cartman's Trapper Keeper is very advanced in terms of technology. However, a robot from the future has come to destroy it because the Trapper Keeper takes over the world and destroys humanity in the future. The Trapper Keeper turns into a big blob, like in Akira, and sucks Cartman in. It then roams South Park and the boys try to stop it. Meanwhile, Kyle's brother Ike starts kindergarten where Garrison is the teacher. They decide to have a vote for class president between Ike and a kid named Fillmore. It turns into a heated debate. Trapper Keeper is an entertaining and funny episode which pays homage to some good sci-fi films. Our other review is from Mark Valenzuela from California, who wrote, Among the many episodes I have seen of South Park, this particular episode was one of the more, one of the most I favor. It seems that this episode spoofs and or parodies a few notable sci-fi films, which I think works in terms of making it work out in the main storyline. So, Cartman owns a new electronic device called the Trapper Keeper, but when a cyborg, identifying himself as Bill Cosby, from the future travels back in time to South Park and warns the boys that the Trapper Keeper will become self-aware and overrun humanity in later years, they must stop it before chaos begins. However, Cartman refuses to let go of the Trapper Keeper, thus making it difficult for them to save humanity. It feels like the Terminator meets Akira and a small hint of 2001 Space Odyssey, which I think is the best combination of films I have ever seen well executed. I found the episode to be one of my personal favorites. Mm. Very good review. All right, so this is now the time of the show, and uh, this is Michael's first time doing this segment with us, where every other episode, uh, we're going to talk about a top ten list that somebody made that's South Park related. So here we go with another edition of the South Park Top Ten. And today's topic, which was brought to us by WatchMojo.com from earlier this year, the top ten scenes that almost made us puke. Whoa. So, I have the scene and the episode. So, you guys... I know what, I know what all ten of them are. Oh, you've seen this? It's all, no, I'm just making a joke. Oh, okay. It's all <laughs> It's all Mrs. Garrison. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. That's what my list would be. <laughs> we'll have to see. All right. So here we go, and we could discuss if we agree or disagree on this. Number 10, Ocean of P. No. No. Hmm. No. Okay. It's not it's, I mean... You, you could say it's gross, but it's also kind of normal because everybody pees in the, in the pool. I've never been in a pool where someone peed. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. If I, I can promise you. If I, I okay. mean, like, well, well, let me say, let me say this. I haven't been in the pool when it happened. How about that? Okay, how many people were at the pool at the same time, at the most. That I've been to? Yeah. Probably a hundred. Okay, then somebody peed when you were there. I can promise you. Okay. Everybody does it at kid. Come on. Um, number nine. Mr. Mackey and Miss Chokes on Dick get it on. Yep. That's a pretty disgusting scene. Wait, what was it? Mr. Mackey and Miss Chokes on Dick get it on. Oh, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> now I'm painfully reminded. <laughs> Not okay. Oh, I can't wait till we get to that episode. <laughs> Uh, number, number eight, Kenny's Addiction. Hmm. If those, for those who are confused, 
it's the episode where he's addicted to cats peeing on him. Yeah. I'm uh, sure if it's gross, though. Yeah, I'm honest. I mean, it, it's disgusting, but I don't know if it's top ten disgusting. No, no, no. Number seven. Cuttlefish and asparagus from Human Sentai Pad. Mmm. Yes. I, yeah, I'd say yes because it's more of it, a... It's really gross. It is, but it's more of a thinking gag than a visual gag. Like, you don't well, yeah, need to see I the visual. I can think of another scene that's a little bit more disgusting from that episode. Mm -hmm. Like the tripod itself is kind of something. Right. Alright. Number six. Animal Antichrist. No. Come on. I mean, it's one of the funniest episodes ever. But It is so funny. It's not disgusting at all. No. It's like with the episode we reviewed today. There was nothing yep. truly inappropriate about that one. This one, not really. Mm -mm. Number five, Mr. Slave versus Paris Hilton. Uh, no. Well. Yeah, it's just how it ends, I could see, but the whole fight isn't really that much. Some of these I need to see. Yeah. Uh, number four, defecating through the mouth. Yes. Yeah, that that's pretty disgusting. That's, it is which pretty. one is that? That's the one where Cartman says that you can eat food in your butt and poop comes out your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that in the oh, yeah way. Right. I mean, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Not pleasant. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> number three. Okay, I disagree with number three, but I love this one. The live-action Mr. Hankey commercial. No. No way. No. Make you puke? It's Come just on. funny. We, when we discussed it, it was just funny. Mm -hmm. There's nothing disgusting that would want to make you puke about that. Nope. It really isn't. This is not a good list. And we have two more to go. Who made this, by the way? Watchmojo.com. Oh, them again. Yeah. Number two. They have. Oh, go ahead. They have good, good lists, normally. Yeah. But no. This is bad list. This is like just flatline, really. Number two, the death of Chef. Again. It's not disgusting. It's surprising. It's not disgusting it's sad. at all. It's sad. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was personally crushed after that episode. I was so crushed, I didn't watch South Park for a month. Wow. Okay, actually two weeks. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I like the line where Carmen's like, Wait, he might not be dead yet. They say that if you crap your pants, <laughs> then... the lines come... Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh. All right. And the number one South Park scene that would almost make you puke is... This Garrison. Scott Tennerman eating his parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That might be the most disturbing scene in the history of South Park. But I would say it was so many days it was without. definitely disturbing. Yeah, not disgusting. Disturbing, yes. Disgusting, no. 
when I think disturbing, no, when I think disgusting, I think of, for example, uh, uh, the episode where Britney Spears has her head. Yes! Yes! And that is a disgusting episode. And, and, and like Michael was saying, Mr. Garrison and that whole sex operation. That is a disgusting yep. scene because you see film footage of them actually doing it. The Lemmy Wings episode is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one was too, yeah. That, that got an honorable mention. But I don't know. I also think they forgot uh, uh, the episode. Oh, my God. Which, uh, which one am I thinking of? Um, uh, the Seaman episode is also kind of disgusting. Oh, and when they trying to get those uh, sea monkeys? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, all the, like, um, having sex with an elephant is kind of disgusting. Um, the cat orgy is pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, the cat orgy is really disgusting. I think they forgot. But mainly, I, I, I think they shows the wrong thing about the iPad. The iPad thing, when they shit in their mouth, like, it's really disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, in conclusion, would you guys say this is not the best list? One of the worst. Hmm. See, because I was contemplating either this one or another one, which we will do in a future episode, which right. is probably going to be more entertaining than this one. So, so I think the I think we can all say, or at least the three of us could say, they missed the boat on this one. Definitely, they missed the boat on this one. All right. Um, well, that's going to do it, so let's do our quick plugs. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter. We're at SharksPond97. And you can join our Facebook group at SharksPond, a South Park podcast. And if for some reason you can't find us in Facebook, click on the link below in the description box, and it'll take you there. Next time around, we are going to do a rare Thanksgiving episode as we review the episode Helen Keller, The Musical. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it right now, it's going to get a good score from me. It's just going to get a good score from me. It's a good episode. It is. So, uh, I hope we didn't disgust you guys too much, uh, and come back next week for another episode of Shark's Pond.